Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you found the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hello and welcome to a brand new extra special episode of Tender Loving Care with your host myself Pauline and my darling Kate. Kate and I have decided we cannot not discuss the latest in the 90 Day Fiancé franchise, 90 Day Fiancé before the 90 days. As you probably know, our podcast, Tender Loving Care, which is available on all podcasting platforms, has a new episode each Wednesday. And in that podcast, we break down a show from the TLC network, past or present, deep dive and discuss the chaos. We have decided to watch even more TLC and get in on the new season of The Other Way and really that's not right. The new season of Before the 90 Days. Fuck, oh, I don't know. And releases some more content for you, our beautiful Trash TV loving listeners, every Tuesday. Hi, Kate. Hi. Hello. I am a professional. <laughs> um, I, guys, welcome back. Kate, welcome back. Listeners, welcome back. We are here. And you know what? I've missed our listeners desperately. I know it. It was a really nice time to have a little break but by the end of it I was like I need to talk about this shit so much to talk about there is so 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 much to talk about I have so many things here listed before we even get into the potty that I need to get into uh, guys there has been so much we're just diving in there's been so much Kate that's been happening in our personal lives in our Bravo lives, in our TLC lives, which are more important, like just so much going on. I don't know where we start. I made some notes for this episode, some notes for the next episode we're about to record um, that I will discuss on there. But Kate, I'm going to go straight into some breaking news if you're ready. Okay. I'm ready. Hit me. Kelly Claw and Ben Simone is engaged. Oh my, I did not know this. To who? Well, this is this is where it is so typical Kelly Kalor and Ben Simone. 
Guys, if you're unfamiliar, well, you're not going to be unfamiliar, but it is from Real Housewives of New York, Scary Island, running in the street in New York City with the cabs. So the the premiere of Crappy Lake, the new show with Lou and Sonia, um, started yesterday. I haven't watched I think it was it started yesterday, but it was the premiere. Yes, they had tons of press, everything like that. That's when Kelly Kaloran... Ben Simone, and yes, I am using her full name, decided to announce her engagement. Her stories are literally, I shit you not, it is so, I cannot wait till girls trip because she's just as obnoxious as she ever was. Her stories, right, are clips of her at the premiere getting her face stuck in on the red carpet with them all, saying, congrats, Sonia, congrats, Luann, and then posting a picture of her ring there as well and a picture of page six announcing her engagement. She is a monster of all proportions. Apparently, this guy is like a finance guy that she's been dating for a year. Okay. And she spoke to page six. Now, remember, this is the woman that's like, I don't like press. I don't do anything <laughs> press. I don't like to be famous. I just, it will happen to me. I just can't believe it. everyone wants to be a part of me and with me and everything with me all the time. She spoke to page six and said, quote, we have a love that people write novels about. Now, here we go. This okay. is the Kelly that we remember. Everything is unbelievable. She is the nicest person in the world. She's the most loved person in the world. She is, I just, I already, my blood was boiling reading it. So that's Kelly Kaloran Bensoit. That is so rich. I mean, oh, congrats on Crappy Lake. By the way, I'm up here. You're down here. I'm I'm getting married. I'm getting married and you bitches are single on a lake. Exactly. <laughs> and even and and to add to that, we have heard like say I haven't watched Crappy Lake yet, but Sonia apparently had sex with some truck. <laughs> it's honestly really bad. She had sex with some trucker while they were in Crappy while they were in this place. And she popped one of her liposuction scars or stitches or whatever you get from liposuction. She's having sex with truckers. She was married to a Morgan. A Morgan. And she is now having sex with truckers. No disrespect to truckers, but Sonia. And guys, I would recommend everyone goes to Luann's um, Instagram and take a look at the photos from the premiere because Sonia isn't just half cut, as we'd say in Scotland. She is gone, wasted on the red carpet. Her eyes look, she looks... I need, to, see, I need to take a look at this. She looks a mess, dude. It's on uh, Countess Luann de Lesseps. Um, <laughs> Instagram she looks and there's one that actually makes me really sad like she looks like she's about to cry I don't know I think she's just wasted beyond belief her face looks like she's been drinking all day look at Lou in that pink jumpsuit she's just doing what do you want what do you want me to say Lou is everything when people say to me who's your favorite housewife what do you what do you want me to say Look at Arlo. It's either on her main, I think it's on the main grid, and it's like a carousel of photos, and Sonya just looks more, worse and worse in each photo. Oh, <laughs> that's so Lou. It's so Lou. <laughs> Both like that. Lou looks great, but that's okay. So, um, yes, there's that. Um, Kate, I do want to discuss, you know, 
you know that I get my little obsessions. I'm a very fickle person in some regards. I will become upset. Like, for example, I will become obsessed with like a food for two weeks. And that's all I'll eat for two weeks. And then I'll never eat it again. I'm very much like right. that. My latest right. obsession. I found an Instagram account about a disabled raccoon and I cannot stop obsessing over it. Disabled in what way? Okay. So the account, everyone, is called Toe and Tails, T-O-W and Tails, because they also have a t- t- tow trucking company. And I saw they had raccoons in the home and I was like, nope, absolutely not. These are wild animals. You don't, they're not pets. And I got angry, obviously ready to spill vitriol. Then I went and they're actually a 501c wildlife sanctuary. They rescued uh, raccoons that cannot be released. This mm. one raccoon was born disabled and it's got like, um, um, I was actually about to say mental health issues. I mean, really, <laughs> it has like, um, it can't really hold itself up. So it's like a bit paralyzed and um, it needs help to like swallow and stuff. And they carry it around with them everywhere. They love it. They feed it. They care for it. I've become obsessed on the Instagram account constantly, toe and tails. Everyone, please go to it and support them. They are a charity. Um, it's just a woman and a guy. They have a towing truck company, and they just started rescuing animals. And they are a cha- they are a charitable organization. And this little this one that's um, I think it's Crystal is her name that's disabled. And she like they have to feed her and stuff. Oh, I just love her so much. So I spent about an hour crying over that and then going through all of the Instagram at some point in the past two weeks. But I wanted to just plug, I just wanted to like plug that a little bit for everyone. Please go and follow Toe and Tails. Um amazing. amazing. I'm I'm getting through all of these notes, Kate, and then I'll push it back to you. But I I also need to let everyone know that I may not be here next week because there's a possibility. I may actually be joining a cult this week. Guys, I have had the weirdest luck with stuff recently. Good luck, but bizarro luck. Okay. Okay. Some things are going to, but um, I happened to be given tickets to um, this event. Okay. And these. It's like they it's described as the expensive tickets. I got a pair of tickets for Thursday night and it is they call it like an immersive art theater experience. It's called the House of Red Velvet. And I'm okay. going to explain to you their manifest. It says manifesto. Close your eyes, breathe deep, allow yourself to be transported through the curtain we are a cipher. We are a portal. We are Dada and Dali. We are black like the Dahlia. We will take you to your fever dream, to the theater of the surreal, where the bizarre is commonplace and the commonplace bizarre. Colleen, Uh, are you okay? (laughs) I don't think everything's okay, but I'm going. So I'm taking my friend, my English friend, who is like also, also very excited about it, as any the Brits could be with something like this, because I honestly think it's kind of a cult. It's called the House of Red Velvet. They have two, two um, events, they call them, in LA this month. 
one on Wednesday, one on Thursday. I have tickets to Thursday. And you go onto their website and it's basically like witches. They call it immersive. I honestly don't know what I'm in for, but I saw a clip of it and they said it's like disturbing images. It's things to provoke, evoke. I don't know what it is, but I will report back, guys. It's called The House of Red Velvet. Go and Google it. I am so, so, so excited. Don't drink the Kool-Aid. That sounds interesting. I actually, I think that sounds interesting and I'm excited to hear about it, but wow. How mysterious is that description? It's it's very odd how it came about, um, which I'll take off But if you hear a meow, by the way, I am house sitting my friend's kitty cat and talking of animals. Yes. Okay. I think I should pass it over to you. I'm, I'm house sitting a cat. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm having my cat over at my house. You also have someone next to you right now. I do. I have a little creature that I adopted today. Um, I'm still deciding on a name. Tentative yeah. Lola. Lovely. Uh She's what seems to be a terrier mm. mix and just a sweet girl, just a sweet, sweet girl. And she's, it's her first night in my home and she is, do you see her, Pauline? She looks so cozy, guys, if you could see her. She's, I mean, she looks right at home. She looks exhausted. She's been through a lot. And, oh, look, she just put her head up. She just uh-huh. put her head up. Um, She's been through a lot. And I, she knows we're talking about her. Yep. Yep. <laughs> She's been through a lot, and I think that Kate's home is the perfect place. Kate is at home all the time, meaning that the animal is going to have mama constantly, which every animal should and deserves to have a parent at home all times. Yeah. Um, and I just think that it was a match, match made in heaven, Kate. And congratulations on becoming a mama for the second time. Thank you so much. I. I'm I feel so good about it. I feel so good. happy. Um I just love dogs and I think she's in for such I mean I don't want to like shit on her past parents but like from what I heard her yeah. life's getting such a great upgrade, you know. She's going to get so much attention. Love. She's got the yummiest most organic food like yeah. <laughs> she's I cuz I don't have kids guys like this is my new child. So exactly. he is just spoiled beyond belief already. And so I, exciting. It's so, so exciting. Well, yeah. congratulations. I'm not throwing your baby shower or puppy shower. So forget <laughs> that. Um, not, not, no puppy party. Yeah. No puppy party. <laughs> but um, it's going to be amazing. I mean, it's such a huge thing. And um, I think in honor of that, how about we we dedicate this episode to Lucy? Because Lucy's so happy that yeah. mom has now got someone else to give more love to. Absolutely. I love that. This is for you, Lucy. This for you, Lucy. Um, Kate, I also have to give a plug. So I'm plugging a lot of stuff this week. <laughs> and it's. I wish this was all paid, by the way. None of this is paid. <laughs> Toad Tales isn't paid. The House of Red Velvet isn't paid. I mean, I'll be paying in blood on Thursday, I think. But this isn't paid either. But I want to give a shout out to Daniel, who I met last week, who is the head baker at Levant. And if you guys know Levant Bakery, it is, it was written up in the New York Times. Maybe it's only been around maybe like six, seven years. 
two women created the the cookie. It's called the cookie. It is the most unbelievable cookies. Um, it became like New York Times wrote about it, and it's like one of the most famous bakeries now in America. They've opened a couple of quite a few places in New York, in Chicago, and I met Daniel, who's the head baker. Um, that just opened one in Larchmont and I, Larchmont Village in LA, and I had my eye on when I saw Levan was coming to Larchmont, I went, holy shit, the cookies are like expensive, but unbelievably like, and I'm not really a sweet person, but they are, un- I mean, it's like one will like feed, they're so dense, it will feed like three people. It's unbelievable. Mm. So I happened to meet Daniel, who is the head baker, who was so sweet and opened the opened the bakery, lines around the block. He's like, I I want you to come in as my guest <gasps> and I can give you like whatever you want in this. I'll treat you essentially, which he did. He was so kind. Of course, I brought my friend along as well to be like, <laughs> cookie queen. Cookie Queen, I love um, this. Just, just treated me so well. So I want to say thank you to Daniel and everyone. Go to in LA. Go to the new Levant in Larchmont Village. Unbelievable. Go and check it out. Um, I have so much more to say. Can we? Can we? Can we go there next time I visit? I just have to say, absolutely. I'll keep throwing Daniel's. Oh, I'm throwing Daniel's name around for a long time. Don't you worry. (laughs) Okay, great. Back to New York right now, but I will be throwing his name around a lot. Don't worry. No, he was lovely, and (laughs) his manager was great in there. The manager of the bakery in there was great as well. So it was so good. Um, Kate, it was fourth. I went to my neighbor's barbecue, had it in the back here, met a blind dog, which was really beautiful. Um, how was your holiday celebrating how great the English are? How was that? (laughs) It was awesome. Mm. Uh, I was back in my hometown. I live in Mm. this like little resort town in Iowa. It's like on a lake and, um, I got to see, I was there with my siblings and my niece and, um, did you have like an all American, did you have like a float go by? (laughs) (laughs) We got, we got ice cream and, you know, there's music and we, my sister is dating, um, someone who has access to many boats. He, Mm. he, uh, manages a marina. And so Uh, he procured a very nice pontoon for us right. one of the nights. So um, we went out on the boat. We were listening to music and we swam. Lovely. And um, the fireworks show actually got postponed. So we didn't see. And I, I know you're not a fan of fireworks, but, you know, everyone there loves them. And so um, it was a big deal. They got postponed because the barge actually started on fire at the crosstown showing at a uh, lake nearby so Excuse the me? night before the barge me, what it's on I, due to fireworks i'm sure i was joking to to uh matt that uh i was like i think a golden retriever runs our fireworks show because like every other year they're like yeah the barge had a little fire on it and you're like what uh, why just a little fire it ha- yeah and I, it was funny because I said it and then him and I were sitting on a dock like relaxing and someone walked a stranger walked by and said the same exact thing and I was like I'm not kidding this happens all the time um so no fireworks but uh lots of quality time with family Good. and uh it, it was great it was great very American very wholesome did you have, apple pie- yeah. did you have hot dogs didn't have hot dogs I had a lot of it was very Midwestern cookout. Lots of may- mayonnaise-based salads. 
Oh, oh God. <laughs> like potato salad, macaroni salad, okay. snicker, snicker salad. There's a snicker salad. Hang. Whoa, 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 whoa. We're not breezing through that one. We are not breezing through that one. Rewind. Sorry, what? Okay. What is a snicker? If you dare say to me, I'm that there, if you dare say to me that this involves a snicker bar and mayonnaise, I'm packing my bag and I'm going back to England. I am not living in a country. Snicker bar, yes. Snicker bar, yes. Mayonnaise, no. It is chopped up snicker bar, chopped up Granny Smith apples, uh, vanilla pudding, and whipped cream whipped up together. And it's all whipped up together. And that's a salad. In the Midwest, salad is a very loose term. And you just like eat a dollop of that with your food at the cookout. (laughs) Are you? No, are you? Are you fucking around? Are you serious? No, no, I'm dead serious. I ate that. My family member, my sister made that and I ate it and it was pretty good. Yeah. So Uh, I I I don't know what to do with that information. It is so grotesque (laughs) that I actually don't know what to do. I I asked Matt because he's from California, right? And I'm like, Tell me, tell me, what would you have at a cookout, you know, in California? He's like, he said something so cool. He's like, oh, like tacos and, you know, whatever, whatever. And I was like, okay, we had (laughs) pasta salad, potato salad, snicker salad, and like Minnesota martinis, which is cheap beer with olive juice and olives. Like, that's the vibe. It's very... Okay, I, I, I'm sorry. Uh, guys, we are going to get onto this episode, but I ca- and I'm going to be unstuck on this in a minute. But I have dated, since I've lived in America, I've dated people from Michigan, from Iowa, from Pennsylvania. Like, I've had quite, like, I've had Midwest relations. I have never heard of that snicker monstrosity in my life. Guys, if you have, please let us know. I am, I'm convinced Kate's making it up, but I, on this though, I do have something to ask you American wise, even though I've been here a while, I still heard this the other day around 4th of July. And I was like, I need to ask on the pod. Okay. What is the difference in America between a, Hey, I'm going to have a barbecue at my house to, Hey, I'm going to have a cookout. What is, what is the difference? And is there a difference? I don't think there is a difference. Okay. Because I hear it getting thrown around and I'm like, is a cookout something else? No, I I mean, the connotation I'm feeling is cookout is a more laid back vibe. Barbecue doesn't necessarily, to me, barbecue doesn't necessarily insinuate that it's like a party the way cookout does. Oh. Barbecue is like, we're barbecuing. We're making burgers and hot dogs cookout is like it's a cookout it's a party bring the snicker salad <laughs> i know no one's free. i will tell you right now if somebody turned up to my house with the so-called <laughs> snicker salad which those two words should never go together if somebody turned up to my house with that i would punch them in the face and then they they would never cross my threshold you would uh, be appalled by the cuisine there i mean 
I love it because I grew up on it and I'm like, I have garbage taste. Make, but... Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna get off. Okay, this. okay, I'm okay. So there's there's that. There's uh, that. Woo, um, so much more to discuss, guys. So much more, but I'm gonna save it for the next episode. So right now we're talking about 90 Day Fiance before the 90 Days. Kate yeah. and I have two episodes to discuss, and remember, both episodes are like an hour and something. So, Kate, what I've kind of done, I don't know about your notes. My notes, I've just put the couple's names and incorporated kind of everything from both episodes. And we can just kind of go couple by couple and discuss it like that. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, I I went couple by couple. I didn't write down notes when I was watching last week's, but I. um, Someone's just come in and and certain animals very excited. Uh, Uh, I I do have notes on this week and I remember everything from last perfect. week. So if you want to like kind of talk about last week and you know, I can chime okay, in. Okay. Perfect. Which couple do you want to start with? Um, let's start with, were Amanda and Razvan on last week? That's a really good point because I have their names here and nothing written underneath. I think they were, I'm casting my mind back. Essentially it was her being miserable again. I remember um I don't think anything significant sorry guys I'm blanking here because I literally I wrote something for everyone apart from those two um if they were (laughs) featured I think it was very minimal I think I do remember he was crying in the car because she couldn't like make him happy or some or he's like I can't make you happy and she's just umming and ahhing the last I the last I remember with them is the music video business of like him being on the phone with his producer or director or whatever and him being like is she going to be jealous and he's like we'll see it's a test that's what it was it ended with just them being um i think this episode was uh the first episode last week or whatever was just her talking about i'm not jealous yes i am but i don't understand why you cut why you have to use somebody else i may be making all of this up it wasn't anything of significance let me just say that i think i may have just made all of that up so apologies (laughs) but um i i honestly don't think it was anything of significance she's just over there and still miserable that's okay let's talk about um my misha misha and nicola they weren't they weren't on this most recent episode but they're on last week i remember they were yeah so we obviously had um sorry i'm just guzzling some water um we obviously the last time kate and i were together we discussed her going to israel um the main thing i wrote in this with these two is i really want to go to israel i've never been to israel and i really really want to go it looks so beautiful and so historic um Mm -hmm. but what we see in this is her waking up after their first night and obviously in that they have set they have two twin beds (laughs) <laughs> and that hotel room gave me so much anxiety. It was appall. It was appalling. I couldn't the amount of the amount of clothing that woman brought on this oh, not very long trip was insane. Too much. Then we see them go to the holy sites, which were so beautiful. I I just need to go to Israel. I just can't believe I've I've never been. I really want to go. They went yeah. to all the holy sites. Um, and you know it was very spiritual for them. They're both Catholic, and so. That was fantastic. Then we kind of got the main thing with these two in that episode, Kate, was them sitting down at the end of the walking around and her 
really saying to him, so your family knows about me. And we kind of get from him that they don't actually, they don't really know anything about her. No, he hasn't told anyone other than maybe his friend who was making fun of him. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. He was just completely Um, (laughs) calling him worthless. Yeah. That friend. Yeah. That that friend. Yeah. It doesn't seem like he's told anyone else. And he's doing that thing where he's like, oh, well, it doesn't matter. And it's so funny that you think that matters. You you silly woman. Women love that. Yeah. Women do. That was a lot. And there were also stuff that I put on our Instagram. Guys, if you should be following us, Tender Loving Care podcast, I do want to go and say thank you to everybody that was reaching out over the weekend. We, were, I was chatting with quite a few of you, so I love you and thank you. I'll talk more about those people, specifically someone in the next episode that I was chatting with. Um, but um, no, I put on our Instagram a quote. It's him saying, you're best when you're mute or something like that. And he's yep. just smiling and laughing. I'm like, oh yeah, you need to run. So Misha, this has been seven years. Correct me if I'm wrong. Yep. Um, you gotta go. It's done already. It's done already. This is not gonna get better. The road of this is gonna be her going, I need to see your family. This was gonna happen. I'm gonna see your family. I need them to accept me. Shut up, Misha. Shut up, Misha. No, it's really important. I need to, I need to. Then he'll acquiesce she'll meet them it won't go well and he'll go it doesn't matter I need to marry you I need to marry you she'll have cold feet and that's how they'll end the season sounds about right she needs to leave now it is not good I'm seeing a lot of theories and I remember you actually said this the very first time we were talking about them how people are wondering how she turned on a dime like this about her religion and everything. And I'm I'm seeing people online saying like, did she have some sort of, and these are supposed nurses online. They're like, I'm a nurse. And I feel like maybe she had something happen. Um, you know, she's oh. saying the whole, you know, two vision. Bright lights and then I collapsed the vision. But yeah. The vision and people have ideas of theories, conspiracy theories about this. Uh, thinking maybe something happened with like a personality kind of switch. I mean, it could be, or it could, I mean, there are people that find religion or find spirituality or find something, whether it's art, music, poetry, or God. um, And just change everything. Yeah. Yeah. The way she described it and being a qualified medical doctor myself (laughs) (laughs) slash surgeon slash pi slash homicide detective slash podcaster um it's the way she said it was like two white two bright lights and then i collapsed it sounded like she had a stroke or an aneurysm that's what it sounded like yes it did uh anyways so i i guess my other point about that is like i just don't understand why she didn't like there's plenty of Catholics in America. I'm not really sure for seven years why she's been so stuck on this guy. Guys, think about what's happened in your life in seven years. I'm a totally different person. I mean, yeah. It's a very odd, it's very odd, these two, but it's not going to end well. I'll tell you right now. You cannot fix a man. We learned this from Countess Luanne de Lesseps and Tom um, D'Agostino. 
Lou went to marry him at 50 years old. He'd never been married before. He'd never been in a really serious long-term relationship because he didn't want to. That's fine. But don't marry these men. They no. never, they're never going to change. No. And this guy has no clue what it's like to be in a long-term relationship. She needs to cut her losses and go. It's not going to work. What do you think his deal is? Why hasn't he married? I think he's extremely uh, sheltered. Obviously, yeah. a mama's boy, as we can tell. I definitely do think he's just, I've seen it all the time in Ireland, like growing up, going to Ireland, going to Scotland all the time, especially in Ireland, like the deep, deep Catholics. You see some of these guys, they live, whether they've been farmers or something and isolated and just in their faith or whatever, and being close and looking after their mother. And then they turn around and they're 50 and they've never married. And they're sheltered and they're selfish, which is what happens when you live on your own and you've never had to share anything. They're not going to be good marriage material. It's too late. Yeah. Sorry, it's just done. Okay, that makes it all yeah. makes sense. All right. Who's uh, next? Which okay. dogs are we going to go and see next? I mean, enough to, let's I mean, quickly let's quickly discuss Tyree and Carmella. I'm I'm gonna say we didn't see him last this last episode, but the one before Kate, it was a beauty. Like I say, catfish slash ninety day before the ninety days. Thank you, thank you. We see Tyree, guys. As we know, he from the first episode, production stepped in. You're being catfished. We found these photos, and we found the person behind the photos, and it's a man who has been conning you. Tyree devastated. Meets with his sister and brother. Okay, this is what's happening. This time he's at a farmer's market with his sister, who's this smart woman, articulate, sitting down with her brother and set and being kind. And she's trying too hard. She's got to cut this out, but way too kind, saying, listen, I did some work myself, aka production, and I found her photo somewhere else. And it's on an escort website. And it's all in the LA area. There was like LA because they live in they only they live in uh, Modesto, which is like quite a few hours away from LA, but it's California. So in Lancaster, Palmdale, um, Modesto, LA, yeah, yeah, area, um, escort. He sees that and thinks that wow, I can't believe my girlfriend's an escort. No, 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 no tirade. The photos have been stolen. You've never spoken to this woman who is an escort, who could possibly be a trafficked young woman um, in a very dangerous situation on that website. You've never had any contact with her. A man has taken those. Well, he then comes up with a prison story, Kate. Do you want to talk about that? Yes. So his sister, she's telling him these these photos are from an escort website. and. He's still holding on hope and has created this narrative that, well, well, you know, I don't know. I was thinking maybe she was in prison and I was her pen pal and now she's out of prison and she has a husband and she she had to lie because she didn't want him to find out she's been talking to me. And it's this completely fabricated story that is so improbable. And his sister's like laugh. She's she laughs and she's like, sorry, I I don't mean to laugh at you, but that's so ridiculous. That's not true. That did it not happen. Was 
wild it's it's like but we've seen it time and time again whether you're cat, catfish social catfish we spoke about a few episodes ago people can convince themselves of whatever they want yep. he's convincing himself now oh well she might have a pimp she got out of prison she has a boy anything but the truth because the truth is that a man catfished you with this woman's photos yeah. so they discuss this and then we see we didn't see him in this last episode on sunday we're going to see him next week but he, i think he's convincing himself that he he says that he got a PI once again production got a PI to find out who this woman actually is he's going to be faced with the truth again that this is a woman that works in the sex industry he's never spoken to her and then they're going to fly him out to meet this guy who has been pretending but it's dark dude dark I know and I'm thinking like why is he doing all this why are they but then I I have the thought that like he he kind of needs to see that it's not real. Like he of True. all people should meet this guy and have this guy be like, I catfished you because true. the lies and the reaches he's making and the, the way he's twisting this story, this narrative, it's like he needs it to be in his face, not real to move on. So. I agree. I agree. I think this they're, they're doing, you know, 90, 90 Day Fiance production, they're doing good work here. Good work. <laughs> good work. So, so for once. Yeah. So uh, we'll see more next week. Who's next? Uh, David and Sheila. Now, guys. Woo! Fickle, fickle Polly comes back again. David, we need to have a chat. Guys, once again, go and see all the shit I posted on Instagram about David. So we see he arrived in the Philippines. He is, they're using the text app. They're having these conversations. They're not sure how communication is going to go because deaf, um, David is deaf and um, Sheila is learning American Sign Language. So he gets off this flight. Now, guys, the long international flights, it doesn't matter if you're in first class and you've slept. You still feel disgusting. You feel horrible. He gets into the Philippines where it's a very, very humid climate sweating through your clothes he's got a backpack on his back so the back's all sweating his face needs a deep exfoliation but that's another subject um then she's like right you want something to eat so they go into this um kind of shop to eat and he doesn't know she can't communicate like what he wants what he doesn't want then he's like i need to go to the toilet Nowhere to go to the toilet. So he ends up pissing by a ton of rice bags, which were filled with rice, by the way. This is his first night. He hasn't even got to the hotel yet. Then I'm like, he doesn't wash it. I'm always looking at people who don't wash hands. And you know who we're going to, who who that message was for, Kate. Friend of the pot. Um, and so, and so then he gets back into the rest. They get this food, which they take back to the hotel, which we then see him eating with his hands after he's just pissed by a rice bag. He's filthy. And then it's like, oh, bedtime. Kate, I was so uncomfortable watching this. And, and this sh- is before this last episode. This was just watching this. He's like, I know I should shower, but, I, uh, you know, we started kissing. Oh, God. Oh. That sweaty, sweaty banana. Okay, no. Like, we're not talking, we're not using the word snicker and salad in the same sentence, and we're not using that either, except I did post a lot about it on Instagram. 
the next we see the next episode now guys we are going to discuss this as i said on instagram in detail frame by frame we he wakes up and all i wrote was breath and it made me ill like that just made me ill like seeing someone i don't want to see you haven't showered the night before and you're waking up and you're kissing him and he still hasn't showered or exfoliated no exfoliation is happening on that face oh no and no moisturizing then we are we are greeted in this episode with some of the most graphic descriptions of sexual activity that has ever been seen on 90 Day Fiancé. I want to preface with, if I want to hear or watch details of people having sex, there are certain videos and websites I go to for that. 90 Day Fiancé is not the place I go to for that. Mm-hmm. 90 Day Fiancé is where I go to see people make terrible life decisions. And I'm I, and I'm good with that every week. I don't want to hear any of these people detail what he detailed with actions, language used. I what and she comes in and she's just as bad. And I wanted to say you two did know. If you thought the only way to get a more defined jawline with natural-looking results was through surgery, think again. Juvederm Volux XC is a non-surgical injectable gel filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and can help you achieve natural-looking results with little downtime. Even better, this improved definition lasts up to one year with optimal treatment. No maintenance required. Improve jawline definition for a smooth, sculpted look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Hey Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombus, we've always said our socks, underwear and t-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombus. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. You didn't need to, you didn't need to tell us all these details. We didn't, we did not want any of this. Kate, I was nearly vomiting. <laughs> and the producers didn't even seem to have to goad this out of them. I mean, you know, normally our TLC producers, yeah. the morning after a couple of meets are like, yes. oh, did you fuck? Did, 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 did you have yes. sex? Yes. We want to know how much sex. Yes. But they were just kind of like, oh, what happened last night? And this guy step by and step. this woman go through what exactly they did to each other's bodies the previous night. And I have thoughts. I, I don't think he did sufficient foreplay because the the immediate thing was it wouldn't fit and i'm like would it not fit or did you just not warm up the engine look 
Okay. I don't know how much we should reveal on this podcast. I've revealed a lot about my life on this podcast. Too much, some may say. Too much. Uh, I will say that I think there's a po- I I I I'm I'm not gonna I think that there's a possibility that that did happen. Yeah. Um, absolutely, because there are times when he may be very, very well endowed. We have no idea. And it doesn't work sometimes. It works yeah. how it's supposed to work, but it doesn't work. I'm not going to get into this. I don't want to. I don't want to think about. I get name, what you're saying. Yeah. Anything. Sometimes, sometimes it's not it a great fit. Yes. But I just got this feeling that I'm like, is he that <laughs> massively hung that he just simply could not uh, fit well, with her? So I I don't know about all that, but he detailed a lot of stuff that I went no I I don't need to see you ever talking about this type of stuff it was bizarre we can ask you dude he was telling how I'm well I'm not gonna go into details but he was saying stuff on it guys you know exactly what he said that they had to blur out some of the words that he was signing about how she reacted which was so graphic and gross it's like don't talk about this woman like this you just met her banana donut i think they have been sexting hardcore yeah well talking about that (laughs) in the confessional it's been going around and i said it the second i saw it she's pregnant in the confessional right okay i yeah thought so too and I didn't yeah. want to say you know you never know you never know, know. and it could be the way she's sitting because she's very petite very petite very petite sometimes so, you sometimes you're just bloated and it just well, looks that way the dresses the, the dresses dress. like waistline can make you look pregnant it can be so many things and you don't want to be that insensitive person that's but like are pregnant. you pregnant but I mean she I've looks- had that thought so many times yeah, yeah. And I thought it was just me and I didn't say anything. And then I, cause I was going to, I was going to post something right on Instagram. And I was like, Pauline, hold up. Um, <laughs> but somebody else did it for me. <laughs> and, Thank then you. They got, and then they got a load of uh, backlash that was like, don't call it a women's bodies, blah, blah, blah. It's not that it's the fact that the likelihood is she probably is pregnant. Um, but it was, yeah, I was like, yeah, I think she is. Anyway, so David, I don't, I don't want to hear any of that shit again. He and he still was not exfoliated in the confessionals, and he's nope. still looking sweaty, and it's too much. Then we see them go, um, to a market which I don't want to discuss. And Kate, you know, I don't want to discuss that market. Right, right. Too much. Talk, was- a lot of nauseating moments here. Absolutely. I need. A, um, I, I need a break from that. <clears throat> so. Also, back to the sex stuff, we mm. do find out that David hadn't had sex for four years, yes. which, of course, is not as extreme as Nicola not having kissed someone for, what, 13, 16 years. Sure. But still a lengthy break. Lengthy break. Um, They show each other their phones mm-hmm. to prove that they're loyal. And she sees that he... She's going through his DMs or his texts or whatever. And she sees that he asked a woman if she has a boyfriend. And he says, no, no, no. I was asking because my guy friends wanted to know. And uh-huh. she's 
he says, well, I'm jealous. I'm a jealous person. And I was like, okay, she's my thing with her is like, we see this a lot. The jealous people on these shows, they're not always self-aware. She's at least self-aware. She's like, I'm a jealous person. I have jealousy issues. And you're like, okay, yeah, you do. Yeah. I, 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 I mean, I don't know. I think I, I mean, that was bullshit. He was obviously talking to another woman. I, I don't know. They're all, they're all awful. I, I just think that those two, we'll see how it goes, but I think sh- this jealousy is going to come up again. And I think yeah. um, that she's definitely pregnant. That's the last things I have to say about those two. From who? Question mark. Question mark. Oh, and then they, they also, they were talking about their last relationships. I remember too. And, they right. both he they both got cheated hesitant. on they both got cheated on she starts to ask more about his ex and he's telling us like i'm not gonna talk about my ex she'll just get more jealous and then he tells us my ex also was deaf and knew sign language so it was a lot easier to talk to her but i'm not gonna tell uh sheila that mm. so that's kind of where they're at they're on the brink of like a fight probably Brink a fight first day in um yep. and he brought stuff so that she can learn um sign language which is really good as well yep. um let's go to christian and cleo yes okay so we saw more of cleo um was preparing for christian to come over from america so life and soul of the party <clears throat> um <clears throat> so we see Cleo says, I'm going to go and get, I'm getting an Airbnb because I have a roommate and she brings her cats. She loves her cats. And it just makes me love Cleo even more. And she brings the cats, stunning cats. They're Um, so pretty. Very well cared for, very well loved, just amazing. Brings them to the Airbnb and um, you can see that they're like the love of her lives. Um, and then she's preparing, she's very nervous, you know, um, she doesn't know how this is all going to go down. She doesn't know what it's going to be like in person. She doesn't know if Christian's going to find her attractive. She doesn't know all of this. And she's worried about everything. Um, and we see Christian getting on, on the plane. And this is a guy whose identity is, I drink a ton. I'm wild. He's on a plane and you get, you know, you obviously get alcohol free. and so he's drink he probably was one of those people that has never really flown internationally and so when you realize you get free drinks he was probably like oh, i'll have another one i'll have another one i'll have another one because at one point he's filming himself and saying they cut me off and he says right. he's halfway through the flight and they've cut him off and he's not really slurring no. i think it's safe to say he has drinking problem drinking issues drinking issues drinking issues got it yeah so (laughs) if they cut him off that is extreme if they cut you off i i thought so too yeah um so we see cleo getting the house ready kitties are all fine and then he arrives at the airport and he does something that actually connects us quite well to the next episode that Kay and I are going to film record after this that, uh, about Darcy because he goes into the goes to freshen up at the airport bathroom. And when I tell you, there was a lot of nausea going on with all of these. You know, I'm often nauseous, but this 
something that drives me crazy, right, is if someone, you know, in movies, you always see, and this never happens in real life, when someone's stressed, you go and splash water in your face in a movie, like it never happens in real life. Anyway, he was trying to freshen up, and he's got this thick, horrible, dated leather, I'm really on one, a thick, horrible, leather, dated jacket on that was like, in fashion in the early 2000s for two seconds yeah and instead of like he's trying to freshen himself up instead of taking the jacket off putting it down rolling your sleeves up splash the water on the face he's like gets water splashes it poorly all over himself the water's like dripping down his arms into his jacket and I just felt so uncomfortable yes guys these are the things that I get obsessed with (laughs) And like it's so uncomfortable. He looked so uncomfortable and gross, and like disgust. Didn't even bring it. You always do a toothbrush in your hand luggage. Brush your teeth. Didn't do that. No deodorant or anything put on. He just was like disgust. Schlubby. You know. You just exactly. You know. He just smelled like leather and whiskey and bo. Yeah. Yeah. And and. And Cleo came, she looked amazing. She's super nervous. She's at the airport to greet him. He comes out and he's like, oh my God, it's you, it's you and fine, whatever. And they kiss, which was great. And you got, you're like, okay, maybe this will be all right. Okay. Then they talk to camera and this just says everything. Cleo quite 100% incorrectly says, oh, he's so, you know, he's out of my league. Cleo. Look at yourself and look at him and then look at the way he behaves. So, and what is so telling? This was one of the most telling things for their entire relationship, guys. Mark my words on this. She says that and he doesn't respond with anything other than, wow, that's so nice of you to say. Wow, that's that's so nice of you to say. Then he brings it back later in the cab, and I will talk about the Uber driver in a minute. But um, he's in the back of the car being like, that was such a great thing, a nice thing you said about me, about me being um, like out of your league. No, it was a bizarre response for somebody you just met that you're supposed to be in love with. Your response would be, that's such a silly thing to say. You're gorgeous. Like, but or he was fixated on the fact that someone called him out of their li- I hated that immediately. I was like, nope, two thumbs down. Yep. Done. Done. Yeah. You're right. Then that said it all. Yeah. Said it all. And then the Uber driver. Guys, I did a screenshot of him on our Instagram again. They do a shot of him. And he's some English lad that's had a rough night the night before i'll tell you that should not have been drinking and should not have been driving he's wiping sleep out of his eye and he's got like hay or something stuck in his hair right and i just like this guy should not be driving the car and you get they get a clip on him he's got shit in his hair he looks hungover i'm like whoa i'm so glad they made it to that airbnb because that english guy should not have been driving i just wanted to add that to everyone that noticed those little things I thought I was wondering if he was annoyed because also Christian's like, oh, well, I'm glad we got freedom from you guys because driving on the left side of the road. No, no way. I'm like, you fucking idiot. Shut up. You're making. Oh, I wasn't even going to bring it up. He is so already. I'm like, Cleo, run, run. She's a sophisticated Italian woman living in London. No, no. 
Then they get back to the Airbnb, Kate. And from here, I thought it was super awkward. What about you? I also thought it was awkward. I didn't appreciate how he said, hey, you to the cat. Mm-hmm. I was like, you've been mm-hmm. dating for months and you don't know her cat's names? You don't go either pick them, kiss them up, tell them how amazing they are. Stop oh, it. Love it's it. Fine. I'm more of a dog person. It's fine. He's like, t- he's like talking shit to the cats. Shut I'm up. like, you drunk, you drunk fucking idiot. Mm-hmm. And so then um, she puts on really pretty sort of lingerie dress and um gets in next to him and he's just like not bad and like passes out and probably just reeked and i'm scared for her i think she's gonna get hurt here i do as well i he was not i think he was scared of the intimacy which is fine as we all are when you're with someone for the first time right 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 which is fine, but he couldn't communicate that. Already a bad sign. Yeah. So instead, ignored it, and went to sleep to make, and then made knew that that would make her feel awkward. Yep. I think we see a flash for next week, and I just want to say it's already over. He is someone that wants to wants to talk to people and wants to. Go, that's just not essentially who she is. She doesn't want to be with groups of people. She does not want that. It's she never will. It's not going to work. And he thinks he's some charmer. Nothing irks me more than someone that thinks they're charming when they are the exact opposite. It's a group there. We see them in a pub and he's like leaning over some English girls being like, oh, he's celebrating or whatever. Shut up. All your attention should be on your girlfriend. Why are you talking to anyone? I just want to be like, you know, part of everything. Guy, you know what? Take yourself and your receding hairline and go back to Minnesota. I'm done. Done with them. Honestly, go eat some snicker salad, bitch. Exactly. I that. think that even if you are that social person, that's like, I'm a social butterfly and I like to include everyone in the party. It's like, yeah, you're, you're just hiding behind that. You are scared of being open with this woman and honest and intimate. And so you, you're leaning on this crutch of being the yeah. party guy and bringing everyone else into your date. This is one of your first dates with this person. You should have eyes only on her and be really getting to know each other. But instead you're bringing these random women in and then you're going to act and then you're going to, you know, she's going to call him out and he's going to be like, what? Well, no, we saw it. He's like, what? No, I wasn't hitting on them. I'm just having fun. That shit pisses me off. So he's annoying. Agreed with everything you say. Cleo, you need someone better. Run. Now we have one person left. Now, everyone take a deep breath. Statler, which one? I'm not going to go into American names because I'll never understand them. Oh, Polly, two two couples two. left. Oh, shit. Sorry. Oh. I, I thought you were about to go into Jasmine. Uh, we're not going into Jasmine, right? Let's just do Statler. Okay, okay, that. okay. Yeah, Statler. You need a deep breath for this one too. Statler, Irving, Texas. I don't know what Irving is. I don't know what's wrong with Statler, but sh- I needed I needed a Xanax after watching her. Oh, okay. We see her open up and she's looking at bugs through a uh, looking glass, like a magnifying glass on tree trunk. 
she says that she's in a finance department for a trucking company. She works at home and she said, I've just got ADHD. I've just got ADHD. So I'm afraid. I don't think she's got ADHD. Oh. No, there is something else going on with Statler and it is not ADHD. I will not, I will not say what I want to say because, you know, it's probably, well, it's not, it's not appropriate, but I don't really care about it not being appropriate, but I also don't ever want to get sued. So I have to be careful, <laughs> but I will say that there is a lot more going on with her. It is not ADHD. She just keeps saying, well, I just get distracted all the time. And I just, you know, da, 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 da. Um, eh, okay. I think there's, there's a lot more going on with her. I think there's a lot more going on with her. We find mm-hmm. out there's a lot of trauma. I think a mass amount of trauma from her being abandoned, um, so she was given up for adoption into a family that she just didn't mesh with. And because the family's faces are all blurred out, we know they didn't want anything to do with the show. They're not going to be in it. I think she carries a massive trauma with that. And I think um, she's gay. And she said, you know, then I felt like a, even more of a black sheep in the family because my brothers were perfect and scholarly and sporty. And my they were the birth children of my parents. And um I think she is running very fast away from something. And I think there is a lot. I would, I would, I would say there's a lot of mental health issues with her a lot. That's, Mm. that's what I think. Um, The sex stuff as well, I think was very telling of another diagnosis, which even though I am qualified in my mind I cannot say exactly what I think want to say but her obsessiveness about sex I'll have it like I'll have like three different women a night like I'll have three women or like I'll have more women or like oh you know every every night and that's fine if you're just horny and you love having loads of sex but there's some there's something there's something that was so manic with her Mm. yeah there's so I'm telling you the obsessive nature of her we find about these women that she's go that she clings on to and that she's I'm just gonna move to England I'll just move to England we can't just move to England you need visas you need to see if this relationship will work you would need a job lined up you need someone to support your visa you would need then we see her eating a hungry man dinner which I'm not gonna go into like a hungry man tv dinner I don't know I don't know, Polly. I mean, I can see something else also going on, but I definitely saw it because I have ADHD. I saw ADHD in her for sure. But I think ADHD um, is a, I don't know, with ADHD, I think there are different levels to it. You've never acted like that in your life. And she's not, I think she's extremely manic. And I yeah. think that there can be comorbid things. I, I, deeply related to her packing journey i will say but like yeah there's she's just distracted like be disciplined like just be disciplined and figure it out like but she's like she's leaning into that as an identity she's leaning into be having adhd as an identity and it's not an identity and i think yeah. that once you there are some people that can get a diagnosis like that and then that becomes their identity so well i can't get anything done because i have adhd she well, did bring it up she did bring it up a lot it's um, like, is it that, or you just have no discipline and you yeah. can't really get anything done because you're now making excuses. I just, I have a hard time with that. I have a really hard time with that. And there's, I think, yeah, yeah. there's two sides to it because it's like, when you have something like that, it's like you, like, I don't bring it up that much because I don't want people to 
think that sort of thing about me, like that I'm using excuses or whatever, but like, I see what you're saying because it was pretty much her whole segment. It, you know, it was right. like, she, she does make a lot of her uh, personality relate to that. Uh, and ADHD is such a spectrum as well. It's like the autism spectrum. It's like technically people could be classified. Anybody could be classified as having ADHD in a certain degree or being on the autism spectrum as a certain degree. And it's just, I feel as though it, I don't know, with her, it's, there's a lot going on. There's a lot mm-hmm. going on. And she was so obsessive about things. She starts going about the English accent about, so Dempsey is this girl. Mm-hmm. 28 Darlington and I would like to say that she has a northern accent because she kept saying she's an English accent which she obviously does she's an English girl but she's a northern English accent not as I have a southern she's a northern I just want to make that distinction um and she goes I love the English accent I love you know no no but and then she did like a southern accent like my accent but Dempsey has a northern accent so anyway I just wanted to point that out um so then (laughs) it's like saying oh I love a Louisiana accent but then someone has doing like doing like a Boston accent. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I was like, uh, um, so Dempsey looks cute. She's been talking to her for how long? Do you even know? Um, I do. I have it in here. Um, seven months. Seven months. Okay. Okay. Which seven in months. women loving women world is a little while. <laughs> yeah. Um. And then she, so she's talking about how she's obsessed with her, like she's everything she ever wanted, that she's like going to fly out to England. Mm -hmm. So she meets with a friend and we find out that she's already gone to England before to meet another woman. She's already done this whole entire thing. (laughs) It does not bode well. Statler, 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 whatever your name is, it does not bode well. So then she's like, well, I've done this. Yeah, I've done this before. And, you know, she was like, maybe going to come meet me at the airport. But I don't think she's going to meet me at the airport. Um, but, you know, she's now saying that I was the one that got away. This is her ex-girlfriend. And she's she's like, I was going to move there. Um, but then she, like, basically said, don't move here. So I didn't move there. Um, so, yeah, I, um, she kind of is talking about that. And then we see her packing about to go. We ha- We didn't meet Dempsey. We didn't see her land. Oh no, we saw that she gets really sick in in when she lands. She does, and there's this whole drama because Dempsey has been on vacation oh, yeah. with her father in Thailand, and mm-hmm. she's um, Statler's on her way to the airport and gets this text that Dempsey's like, "Oh, I don't know if I'm going to make my flight and all this, but that's it. She'll get there. I mean, they're going to meet up." But it was the annoyance that was also a telltale sign of um the annoyance of i haven't been been able to speak to her that much because you know she's in a completely different continent and because she was away on holiday with her father in asia and the time zones would be so wacky compared to you know texas and everything like that would be even harder than england so i haven't spoken to her that much and i was like i think she's like definitely has adhd and she's just like really codependent i think she's like attention seeking yeah I think she, I'll tell you what I think off air because I don't want to get completely railed by people, but I will say that if she did have ADHD, she's evidently not taking medication 
because she's off the rails. She's off the rails. I think she, yeah, there's a lot. There's, I think there's hmm. a lot that's going to come out with Statler. Okay. I think she's going to be obsessive over this girl, Dempsey. And I think Dempsey's going to be like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Because we, what we did get is production going, so you're supposed to move there. You want to move then? Does she know that? No, she's no idea. It's like, <laughs> well, well. She's like, yeah, I, um, I'm going to go there for a couple of weeks and if it goes well I'll just move there as she's like eating mashed potatoes and you're like what okay yeah so that's our new one I do think we have one no I think that's we've met all of them now yeah that's everyone yeah we have one couple left Kate go on go on Gino and Jasmine I <laughs> how did they go okay so uh they are let's see what was last week what was last week I have this week in my mind okay so the week before was them I think they were arguing hang on we've gone past them oh oh last week was the argument over the prenup and in the bedroom uh her bringing up her ex-boyfriend oh he has a his penis works and and like he will actually have sex with me and he has money and you're terrible and it was like this horrible horrible fight yes so then this week we we come to Gino and he's been kicked out of the apartment that he's paying for sure uh, <laughs> and he is at a bar yep that's talking it. to this this female bartender just spilling his guts about his relationship issues and then she or the producers <laughs> fed her these lines unclear but she's like well prenups i mean in our culture that's just not normal and gino's like oh in the culture not normal huh and that apparently changes his entire mind everything i said on it that i've never seen him look so happy or be more communicative that he should have married that barmaid (laughs) because he was he was loving life chatting away being himself smiling communicating could form sentences right absolutely should have married the barmaid I um, know, yeah. We see Jasmine talking to her sister, which everybody online has started to say that that's her daughter. Because right. she looks so much younger. It's st- I don't know what's going on there, but, yeah. oh, my sister's going to get hurt, and I'm worried about her getting hurt, and she's just floods of tears about how much she loves Gino. And I'm like, what? okay, I guess. Um, then they make up, and he says, you know, I'm sorry, I shouldn't have asked you about that. And then she brings up the will. And I put on our Instagram, it really is like 90 day and the snapped crossover that we've <laughs> always wanted because she's going to kill him. We start with, it's going to be life insurance. It goes the will and then life insurance. It's a classic tale. It's so, it's just so blatant. And I don't, I don't know if I've ever seen someone have less shame about just completely using someone. Oh, no, it's it's great. No, not since, what's the one that was married to? Conti. 
Oh, Larissa. That's it. Those two are exactly the same in my mind. True. Yeah. Those two are exactly the same. Um, anyway, so we see more bullshit of that. And then this episode was them being like, just her saying, he doesn't have sex with me. And she's, what can I do? What can I do to make sure you have sex with me? And he's like, we, um, um, well, uh, terrified. We need to, um, you know, st- well, like, make sure, you know, that, um, uh, that we don't argue anymore. She goes, well, then how many days do I need to not argue with you to have sex? If you're in a relationship where he doesn't want to have sex with you, I mean, I just, her, what is she fighting for, Kate? Is it all to do with money? And a passport. Is that what it is? It's being on TV, money, and getting to America. Yeah. I don't know if that guy is actually her ex-boyfriend. That I'm confused about. I agree with that when we see them talking. Because in this episode, I mean, the audacity this woman has. She says- Or 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 The audacity. She says, I'm going, I need a little, you know, I need to run some errands. What does she do? She goes to the park. And FaceTimes her ex, supposed ex-boyfriend, who is on vacation with his children, and says, oh, Gino, yeah, Gino, he just won't fuck me. And I'm so horny. And I want to have sex. And he sucks in bed. And da 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 It's like, Jasmine. I mean, Gino sucks, but damn, like, you're dating him. What do you think he's going to think when he sees this air? It's like, I, I was so... I mean, and the production calls her out on it and says hypocritical. It's not hypocritical, hypercritical, um, because he can trust me. I can't trust him. Oof. She's probably cheating on him. She is just uh, both of them are disasters and they need to go away. They're both disasters. They're both disasters. Um, and then we kind of left it with the and he met the friends. He looks he's, good from behind. <laughs> he's just a mess. He's just a complete mess. Um, so that's those two. I think we need a break next week from them. I don't think we're going to see them next week. I think we're going to concentrate back on Christian and Cleo. We're going to see Statler apparently shitting her brains out because we see her in England and she's like, I'm so ill. She says she's just like, she's a mess. You see her on the toilet, being filmed on the toilet. Just a disaster. So... I'm very anxious to meet Dempsey. Very anxious to meet Dempsey. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think Statler is going to be jumping on her and Dempsey's going to be like, whoa, 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 give me a sec. Um, so, yeah, I think we're going to see Christian Cleo. We'll see Statler next week. Razvan and Amanda? Yeah, we'll see them and Tyree. Yeah. That's what we need more of next week. Oh, shit, we didn't even discuss Riley and Violet. Oh, oh my god okay, guys quickly okay so riley's in vietnam um he's really annoyed because violet is off somewhere but it's because she's acting it's um, acting it's because she's working it's not like she's galvanting around he's a walking disaster with that humidity soaked through joints are a mess he can barely walk he's so i don't know what he's just a mess he's unfair and he's covered in sweat and then he keeps complaining the entire time in Vietnam. You're in Vietnam, dude, but keeps complaining. Then that was like the last episode. And then he's talking to a friend on the phone being like, oh, she doesn't see me. She's alive. She has to work. She has to pay her bills. Like, give her a break. This episode, we see her 
take him to get traditional Vietnam wear and that he is going to go and meet her children. I forget she has three children, two, three children, whatever I forgot, two children. And um, they go into the shop and we see Violet communicating with the woman that's working there. That was her family member, I thought, right? No, they call each other sisters, brothers. Oh, I missed yeah. that. Okay. And she's saying, yeah, he's ugly. He's ugly. Wow, your stomach's really fat. You're... And she tells me, because I was just, he goes, what are you two saying? And he's feeling uncomfortable. He doesn't know the language. He's getting measured. He's sweaty. He's whatever. And she goes, well, I just told her that you're ugly. So like, oh. she, she tells us that it's a joke, but it's like he doesn't know it's a joke. You should probably tell him. <laughs> and who jokes? Well, what kind of it's not a joke. That's just you're true. Mm. He she does think he's ugly. Let's be real. She absolutely does think he's ugly. I don't think she wants any, I don't think she likes him. I think there are other motives because we then see they're leaving on her phone. It's a photo, and he catches it of a shirtless guy. Oh, okay. This is the stuff that we like fighting with their cell phones in the middle of the street in a foreign country. We love that in 90 day. Classic scene. And so we get this line from him that we've seen a million times in the previews. You're a liar. You lie. And she says, no, no, no. It's my friend. He's, he's a teacher. And I set him up with my girlfriend Mm -hmm. and I never lie to you. And he's like, you lied about still being married. And she's like, well, you and I aren't even married. So I don't have to tell you all this stuff unless we get married. And I was like, "Uh, I I don't know. They were fighting. They ended up going to see her kids. She's like, we've got to be better. Go and see the kids. He brought the children nice presents. He sat there with them. I mean, she, I don't know. Do you think she's running game? I can't tell. I I can't tell. Because I'm not familiar enough with like her culture and her sense of humor. I just can't really quite tell when she's like kidding or being endearing with him. Like, Mm. I don't really know, but I loved her mom just laying into him and being like, the fact that he did not get me a gift is so unacceptable. Oh, I missed that. Oh, I completely missed that. Because he gave her daughters purses and makeup. And then the mom is like, oh, if you come to your girlfriend or wife's house and you don't get them their parents' gifts, that is, you know, you might not have a girlfriend anymore. And um, she also asks him, why is my daughter crying on the phone with you every time she talks to you? Why do you have a temper with her? I mean, this mom is not. I missed all of this. This mom is not holding back. and. He's like, well, I just don't like being lied to. And her daughter is like, liar is a really heavy word. And that's really disrespectful. And I don't know. It just feels like there's a lot of sort of like culture clashes happening or like misunderstandings. That's what it feels like. For sure. Um, Guys, we've been on this so long. We did not mean to, but there was a catch up. We had to do two episodes. So we just want to say, I think we did actually go over everybody. I think we've done everyone yeah it's a lot but next week it'll be less um but we're gonna hop off now we are gonna go and record our wheel of shame episode which is too much our joy 
Darcy's journey on 90 Day Fiance. I cannot, we have so much to talk about. We're gonna dive, we're gonna jump off, dive into recording that right now. Before we go, we want to as always say thank you, thank you, thank you so much for your support. The time off was really just that little week off was nice. We're kind of refreshed. We're doing loads of work on Instagram. Um we um also, as always, want to say thank you so so much to our Patreon members. You are our dreams come true and our subscribers. Thank you so much. As you know, as soon as you sign up, we send you little personal notes just to say thank you. And then you will be getting an extra episode every two weeks where Kate and I deep dive into some insane documentaries, spooky stuff, cult stuff like the cult I'm going to this weekend and joining. Whether it's paranormal, whether it's just pop culture, a documentary, it's nothing to do with Bravo, TLC. We just dive into it. We've had some amazing things we've done already about um, a missing boy that supposedly turned up in France, but it was all a con. We've done Shiny Happy People with the Duggar family. We have one coming up that is a nutso one about the most dangerous amusement park in the world. Like, it's, it, we're really having fun with that. You can go on to wherever you're listening to this right now, scroll down in your feed and you will see the episodes that say subscriber only click on that it's five bucks a month to get two extra episodes from us we love you so much follow us on instagram tender loving care podcast you can email us at tender loving care pod at gmail.com also a little plug before i go i was interviewed and it came out on um voyagela.com i'm gonna put the um link in our um instagram story it's just a little interview with me about my story and how i came to la and definitely about um the potty i do a lot of plugging of the potty in it so don't you any opportunity to plug the pod i will so go and check out that little interview and leave um some comments underneath it so the editors know they did not make a terrible mistake interviewing me all right we um love you kate anything else um, something that you could do to really help us is just tell a friend about the pod that helps so much, uh, send a text, just share the episode with them and say, Oh, you got to listen to this. It's so great. Uh, and we will love you forever. Thank you forever. very much for being here. Thank you guys. We will see you very soon. Bye-bye. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.